InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. A recent study shows that doing good for others is good for the mental and physical health of children and teens. Lead author of this study is Kevin Lanza, Ph.D., Assistant Professor of Epidemiology, Human Genetics and Environmental Sciences at UT Health Houston School of Public Health. And he joins us to talk about the study. Professor, when you say children and teens were doing good for others, what specifically were they doing that qualified as good? What they were doing was volunteering, doing unpaid work for the benefit of others. These data came from the largest survey of children and family health in the United States. We looked at children ages 6 to 11, as well as adolescents ages 12 to 17. I think we saw across the entire sample that about 50% of all adolescents whose parents filled out the survey reported volunteering, where children, which were measured as ages 6 to 11, about a third of them reported having volunteered. So the kids and teens that volunteered then benefited by having improved health. That's right. So we found that this national survey provided a great opportunity to look at something that's been understudied. Children who are volunteering, are they receiving any health and well-being benefits for performing that volunteering. And what we found from analyzing the data is that those children who volunteered had higher odds of having excellent or very good health, as well as flourishing, and lower odds of anxiety in adolescents, as well as lower odds of behavioral problems for both children and adolescents. How did you measure the positive mental and physical health? We had five different ways of measuring physical and mental health in this study all of which were based on parent self-reported data, measures of excellent or very good health. When parents answered, was the overall health of their children excellent, very good, fair, or poor? And then flourishing, which is a pretty unique measure, which is we can define it as a positive measure of overall well-being. And that's if a parent reported yes to three different items on flourishing. One was if children showed interest and curiosity in learning new things, if they were able to work to finish tasks that they start, and they stayed calm and in control when they faced challenges. Our last three measures in terms of mental health and overall well-being, whether or not they had reported anxiety, depression, and whether they had any behavior or conduct problems. Do you have a hypothesis as to the reasons that doing good results in good health? Sure. I think by performing volunteer work, there is that value add to society. That could be for supporting others. It could also be for supporting the environment. And oftentimes, these volunteering events are among others. That could be with primary caregivers, especially for children and adolescents, or just with other volunteers. And there's that ability to have that social engagement, which I think is invaluable, especially in these times when we've understood there is a mental health crisis amongst our youth and adults. And what better way to provide people space to interact with one another than supporting society and the environment through volunteering. Has similar research been done with adults? Yes. The research looking into the benefits of volunteering on those who volunteer has been disproportionately covered in older adults. However, we were quite surprised to see the lack of research around the benefits of volunteering for youth. I'm curious, Professor, was there a specific thing, an observation you made or an event that inspired you to do this study in the first place? Yeah, this study, we just saw such a fantastic 
opportunity to really dig into the multiple benefits beyond the benefits from doing the direct volunteering onto the person doing the volunteering themselves. And this originated from, I think, my own upbringing as a volunteer in my youth through food kitchens, as well as mentoring. And I just enjoyed the camaraderie that I built with others, the event staff at these volunteer organizations, and also seeing the fruits of the work completed, planting a tree and then seeing that tree grow over time. There's few feelings that are better than that. In terms of future research in this area, are you looking at doing anything further with this? I think that this research is really the tip of the iceberg for looking at the benefits of volunteering on youth. This project was able to show an association between volunteering and youth's health and well-being. It was not able to show or express causality. There was no cause and effect that could be revealed from this study. I think future work has to dig deeper into if we can prove a cause and effect of volunteering on youth's health and well-being. And if so, this could kind of pave the way towards utilizing volunteering as a public health intervention for our youth. The other thing to think through in future work are the different types of volunteering. These volunteering events can be for supportive society, can be for supportive environment or both, and they happen in different settings. If parents who may be listening would like their child to volunteer more, how would you suggest they begin that? I think there's no better time than now in terms of where our technology is and what organizations exist for promoting and gaining access to volunteer opportunities. I think this would be a Google search. This would be looking at your neighborhood organizations to see what's already offered. This is even going to your local coffee shops and seeing what's put on ads on the different boards there. One thing I should mention is the access to volunteering isn't necessarily equitable in that doing unpaid work, volunteering, is costlier to some than others. Youth living in households with limited financial resources and or time may not have the same opportunity to volunteer and potentially accrue these potential health and well-being benefits. These volunteer events could be far from people where they live, and they may not even be culturally appropriate for those who are trying to volunteer. And so I think we need to do a better job of not necessarily putting the onus on the individual to find the volunteer opportunity that matches them, but also creating space that allows for easy access that's also comfortable. You mentioned the age range of your study started with six-year-olds. What types of volunteering would they do? As a mentor of a child as he was six years old, we actually talked through and thought through what volunteering events would work best. And there are different organizations that support all age ranges. We've gone to a tree planting organization and planted trees together. The task completed by a six-year-old may be different than tasks completed by an adult for that tree planting, yet there is still such a fun back and forth that can be had, and there could be true value add for that child performing that type of work. Similarly, I've been part of meal packaging volunteer opportunities, also with a six-year-old, and we were able to kind of work the assembly line, and it was such a fun experience where we got to really enjoy the time together and see the output right in front of us. As we wrap this up, do you have any last words for people who are thinking, gee, I'd like to volunteer or have my child volunteer? With volunteering, it's really just breaking the seal. It's realizing that it's out there. The folks who run these organizations have really big hearts and they're accepting, inclusive, and it's really just starting trying it 
and not getting disheartened if the first event isn't really your cup of tea. Realizing that there are other different topic areas that can be covered and worked on through volunteering and giving your time for society. And then ultimately realizing just the possibility for this win-win of volunteering. The idea that you're contributing to society and or protecting and conserving the environment, as well as potentially bring health benefits to yourself. Kevin Lenz, a PhD, Assistant Professor of Epidemiology, Human Genetics, and Environmental Sciences at UT Health Houston School of Public Health. Professor, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Chris. This was fun. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.